0: Following podcast is work safe. We talk games. Hello everyone, welcome to our breakout bonus level. Now today we're going to have Jasonia on to focus on achievements and we'll see if we can get this to be an entire bobble. I think you got a bobbles worth in you. I hope I have a bottle's worth in you. I might have to see a doctor to confirm that, but we'll we'll say yes for now. All right, Jasoni, what do you have for us today? Well,
1: first up I have some games to talk about relating to achievements, and I think the best place to start is the popular title of the moment, which would be Red Dead Redemption. I know you discussed it a bit a while back, so right. I thought I would get into The achievement side of it, of course. Uh, I've played the game quite a bit, and I really like this style of game. I really like Grand Theft Auto, so this kind of piqued my interest. But the interesting thing is the story of this game hasn't quite grabbed me like I hoped it would. Now, I I think all the scores that are out there rating this highly I agree with, and I love the graphics and the ambiance, but the story hasn't pulled me in. So I would say for just overall how I think about the game, I would recommend it to people. I would say it's a very good game, and I would say the ratings that it's given are justified, but for some reason, I don't know what it is, but it's not as grabby as I hoped it would be, Hmm. which is okay with me because as I was playing through it, getting to the achievement part, uh, I looked at the list of achievements and trophies for this game if you're playing on PS3 and they are relatively easy and the thing I like about the list of achievements in this game is that there are a lot of story related achievements so as you're playing through you're going to be able to unlock a lot of stuff and then some of the other side stuff you do in the game such as hunting wild animals and picking flowers there are also achievements somewhat related to that. So on the achievement side of things I would say that the achievements fit the game very well they're fun achievements to go for They're relatively easy, except for there are a couple of online multiplayer achievements that unless you have some friends and are somewhat lucky in your timing, they're going to be somewhat difficult to pull off. Uh, For some reason, Rockstar enjoys putting challenging online achievements with their games. So I would caution that if you wanted to try to get the full 1,000 points that the retail disc has, you might be in for a challenge on the online multiplayer achievements. But I would say overall, if you're going to buy this game, which most people have already, or if you're considering it and you like achievements or want to go for those, it's not an impossible task to get the full 1000 gamer score or all the trophies, including the platinum one for PlayStation three. And I'd say they're moderately difficult, but they're fun. And there there's enough challenge that makes you want to finish them out. So I would recommend this for the achievements. And then for the game, I would say, yeah, probably it's a good enough game to buy as well. Very good. The second game I wanted to talk about is a game I never thought I would play, but it fell into my lap, so I gave it a try, and it's called Sherlock Holmes vs Jack the Ripper. What? And it came out not too long ago for Xbox three sixty. I believe it's been on PC for a while. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. It was given to me and my friend said that I would really like this. So I gave it a try and I thoroughly enjoyed this game and here's why. It's an Xbox 360 game that at least that's the platform I played it on as well as a PC game and it's relatively current. But it absolutely reminded me Of a game from maybe 1999 on the PC, a point-and-click adventure, and that really drew me in because I haven't played one of this caliber in a long time. It really looks like it's 10 years old, even though it's not, but that's a good thing in this case. Hmm. And it's very enjoyable. It's not too difficult. And the interesting thing for me was I really don't know much about Jack the Ripper or didn't before this game happened. So I played through it, finished it up, did some research. And turns out this game, except for Sherlock Holmes, which is a fictional character, Mm -hmm. largely follows the story of what Jack the Ripper really was. So Mm -hmm. it's a history lesson at the same time. (laughs) Um, So on the achievement side of it, it was... Primarily, you play through the game in a matter of four to eight hours. You get all the achievements. You finish out the story. It's a very short game, but a very easy game as in it's all point and click. So as long as you find the things to click on, you're good to go. There are also some puzzles in there which are fun and mildly challenging and some kind of number puzzles and all sorts of things like that. So if you liked any of the PC games from the late 90s, early 2000s that were a little simpler, like Sam and Max style, where timing's not involved, where you just kind of walk around and find things. And I would highly recommend this game, and I mm. find, found it really fun.
0: Now, is this anything like Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective from a, the Turbo CD and the Sega Genesis? Do you know? I do not know. I'm not familiar with that
1: game. It does have Sherlock Holmes in it, so I'll say yes. <laughs> With no real knowledge of Sur- the game.
0: Sherlock Holmes Consulting the Detective was one of the first with the full motion video. and you, So you'd watch a little video in, in the postage stamp sides. It was sort of like a play, uh, the way that these people acted. Oh, Sherlock, you must surely go back here after you learn something else. And then you walk around and you have a, your pipe and things like this. Know, was it actual video of actors doing it or was yes. it CGI? Okay, Then no,
1: this game is not like that. This is just purely computer-generated characters to interact with. Okay. Overall, I would recommend this game for anyone who liked older PC games and anyone who likes history a little bit even. It was kind of fascinating. And on the achievement side, it's a very easy four- to eight-hour game to collect all the 1,000 gamer scores. I'd recommend it there as well. All right, great. The last game I'll talk about right now is an Xbox arcade game, which is Magic the Gathering. Now, this game is based off of the card game Magic the Gathering, Mm -hmm. uh, which I've played on and off for years. So I was kind of interested in giving this a try. And I have to say that this might be the best adaptation of the game I've seen on any kind of electronic device. I've seen other versions throughout the years that weren't necessarily as fun, but there's something about this game that looks very thick and, Kind of captures Magic the Gathering, I guess. Even though you're playing against computers most of the time, there's an online ability of the game. So you can play against other real people, but who wants to play against other people because they're all mean and jerks huh. most of the time?
0: Well, Jaden, Jaden did a review of this show and uh, of this game, and I think Eric Alex did as well. And Jaden loves to play the online version, but I, I guess he's playing against his friends. So sure, that, that's probably what makes a difference. He, oh, I understand that. Yeah, he said it was great, too. Now, when I played I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, because I never understood magic. That's my problem.
1: That makes sense. I believe if you don't know how to play going into it, you're going to have a steep learning curve. There are some hints and tips, which is nice. And if you're just a beginning player, you can probably get the basics down, but... To understand fully what's going on, you probably would have had to play ahead of time. Now, there is an interesting gimmick on there, which is called mentoring. I haven't looked at it too much, but apparently you can go on and either teach other people how to play or learn how to play yourself from other people. Uh, I don't know how well that works, so I can't really speak to it. But I think if you were interested in learning it, you could go on there and get some help. So overall, I would say this is a pretty fun game if you like the game of Magic, and if you want to learn it, there's probably better ways to figure out how to play the game. For achievements, it's pretty simple to get the achievements in this game. There are some online achievements for beating people uh, in certain situations. Um, some of the achievements are interesting because there's a game mode in this game called Challenges where they give you a specific like one-turn event to make something happen. And those I found most interesting because it gets a little boring just playing games and games over and over again with a limited set number of decks, which is game provides these challenges for someone like me, who's played here and there allows you to think differently and try to do specific things. And there are some achievements tied to that. If you really want to cheat though, you can just go online and get a guide. They'll tell you how to beat these. So for the, for the achievements, I would say that the achievements are fun, They relate to the game. You don't have to do anything too crazy out of the norm to get the achievements. There have been two expansions for this game so far with more decks and some more achievements. So I believe it runs uh, after Expansion Pack 2, a current total of 400 gamers go right now. And if you're buying the game, it's probably worth your time to get your most value out of it. So you might want to go for the achievements. But if you're thinking about playing this game just for the achievement's sake, there's probably better uses of your money and time. So Mm -hmm. I like the game, recommend the game if you like Magic. But if you're just looking at it from the gamer score point of view, they're probably more efficient things you could be doing gotcha gotcha so to kind of add some more bulk to this i wanted to ask you a question wiggly and this has been in my mind for a while i'm interested to hear what the whole we talk games universe thinks in their own minds about this one And, and that question generally is just what do you consider your greatest achievement or achievements in gaming now this doesn't have to be specific to trophies or microsoft achievements but just over your whole course as a gamer What are you the most proud of? And I I thought about this a little bit myself, and there's a few games that come to my mind as as I think about this. I've always been a fan of Grand Theft Auto, so I'm very proud to say that up until Grand Theft Auto 4, I have... 100% A 100% progress in each of the previous Grand Theft Autos for consoles, which is a lot of time and energy, and ultimately, of course, it gives me nothing other than bragging rights. But I feel like I've done something because I've spent so much time on these games. Uh, there's some other ones that come to mind, like Rock Band 2. There's a specific Xbox achievement, which is the Play the Endless Set List without pausing or failing and I played through one day when I actually had a cold I, I did vocals on the entire endless set list right. without failing or stopping for like six and a half hours it's probably not the smartest idea but I can at least say hey I did this this is pretty cool uh, so there are some more modern ones I thought of and then I thought back a ways and you know what comes to my mind is some older games that I think of like Battletoads for the NES oh. at one point in time I actually beat this game it's considered one of the hardest games ever so yeah. I go back and I think about how did I ever do things like that as as a younger person, of course. And There's some other ones over time, but it just got me thinking, you know, as gamers, what are we proud of? So, Wigley, do you have any specific things to mention of things you've done in gaming that
0: you're proud of? Well, first, let me say that we we had J.T. Homeslice on when we did our little uh, We Talk Rock Band things, and he uh, did the Bladder of Steel, so uh, he also chose singing. I guess that's the way to go with that. As far as what I've, I feel like I've achieved something that in games, I have to think that... I, I really... I don't know. I, I, and that That's a hard question because most of my sense of pride and achievements probably doesn't relate around gaming because i just have so much fun when i'm gaming uh, right. but uh, as as far as getting through things and enjoying that and and, lo- and loving uh, going through something i'd have to say that i was pretty proud of the fact that I think I beat almost every single Turbo Graphics and PC Engine game that I ever bought. Like as I was buying them, I would beat them. That's nothing I could say for really any other system. As far as a difficult game, a good shooter, a great shooter, I would have to say Polestar for the Neo Geo, uh, because a lot of people had trouble with that. But I mean, I even beat my Super Graphic games. Now only four of them came out, really, but. Uh, I, I still went through those and beat those, except I could not beat the last boss in Aldenice, and I don't know anyone that could. Even when I jimmied up my turbo stick with the with the slow motion and the uh, rapid fire, I still could not beat that last boss on that game, and uh, that's a game that you can only play, really, if you have a super graphics. I, I guess there's emulators for that, but still, that Aldenice was just a real difficult game. As far as new games... Uh, I think I've only gotten all 100% of the trophies in Battlefield 1943 and that was just by playing it over and over and over I wasn't necessarily going for all the trophies I, I couldn't tell you what all of them were for I would just see them go bing 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 and I also played through Wolverine but I didn't get all the trophies and I didn't feel like going back through that and Sure. This is when we were just starting this uh, version 2.0 of We Talk Games, and I I wanted to review something new, because I never really brought any new games (laughs) to the show. (laughs) And uh, so I said, well, this is a new one. People say it doesn't suck, the biggest uh, ding-dongs in the world. So I, I tried it, and it didn't suck the most but it sucked a little but you know it was a fun romp but I didn't feel like going back to get all the achievements but I did beat it and I'd love to say that I had a sense of accomplishment from Super Mario Galaxy but once you beat it you're still not done with the game and I don't know anyone that could beat that whole damn thing to get all the stars so even though you beat it you get the ending you you don't really feel like you achieved anything because there's still more levels that are almost impossible
1: I understand it's interesting to me when I think about how long you've been gaming, how long I've been gaming over how many years it's been, you know, only a few things stand out. I think that's a good indication of what achievements are and what they aren't. I mean, the, the few things that come to mind when you hear that question probably are the ones that matter the most to you, I guess, or mm-hmm. things you're most proud of. So for myself, I mean, I've been playing games for like 20 years ish, probably more than that. And like a lot of, People out there, if you try to think about what have you done that you'd actually say to somebody and be like, "Hey, I beat this, I'm proud, um, there probably aren't a lot of things that you know register in your mind right away. and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that shows that you do play a lot for fun and then the ones that you're really proud of stick out to you
0: let's face it i beat victory run for the turbo graphics who who beats a racing game i mean i guess some people would but most people grow tired of it. but i could run down a whole list you know the first the first year blazing lasers r-type vigilante anything it didn't matter if it was an arcade game it didn't matter if it was an original title but sidearms i pretty much blew through them i really enjoyed those titles and it made me want to get to the end. and Victory run! I think I talked about this ending before. You drive your car up to this beach, you get out, I think you're leaning against it, and then you watch the sunset in real time. That sounds thrilling. (laughs) yeah it was it was something else but now is it true or false
1: that the alternate ending to that game then other than watching the sunset was watching paint dry (laughs)
0: yeah yeah that and grass growing those are the three (laughs) different endings you could get
1: wonderful it sounds like the turbo graphics was something that you really are proud of which is what i was hoping to hear out of this i there's a lot of negative things that are said in gaming these days. There's a lot of hate for various games, Mm -hmm. products, etc. And I think it's good sometimes when you just take a step back and you're like, you know what, here's some things from the past that were really, really cool, which in general, yes, this show does. But in the overall macro gaming world out there, I don't think there's a lot of, there's too, there's too much hate, not a lot of love. So I thought this question may help us. You know, relive some of our glory days, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I even beat Fighting Street. I, like, I think I had one fireball thrown the entire time. So, yeah, you know, that's the first Street Fighter. They brought it out <laughs> as Fighting Street. So, if I you're able to beat Street Fighter without throwing any fireballs and doing any tiger uppers and all this other type of crazy specialty moves that's how dedicated I was to beating that back in the day so uh, I, I got to see that ending and it was just uh, real good times and yes I think I do play games just to have fun uh, and and most times I think Kids just want to get on there and be mean to one another and curse at each other and blow people up. Uh, I don't think that's the purpose of video games. I think the video games is to take you on the ride, to take you on a journey.
1: I completely agree. Games have turned into their own little mini-games sometimes of how can I go around the design purpose just Mm. to annoy people just to you know boost my own ego and Mm. and and i wish there was some way to curtail that a little bit but unfortunately developers can't come up with every possible scenario of how people are going to go around their rules or else they would write ways to fix that all the time so i guess it's something we have to deal with these days
0: Right on, man. Hey, well, thanks for joining me. I think it's been a, a rip-roaring riot, a fun time, a fun ride. we got some tips on achievements. Not so many on trophies. I guess the one game applies to trophies. Which one of those are available for both systems?
1: Red Dead Redemption is, and Magic I'm unsure of. I'm no, not pretty no, sure it's not, not at this time. Yet. I don't know it. And Sherlock Holmes, I didn't see either.
0: So do your own research, kids. Right. uh, Remember, pick up Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective for your turbo graphics and wait for loading and say, Why am I playing this mud? (laughs) And then get it it came from the desert because it came from the desert. Uh, I couldn't wait for this title to come out. And it was supposed to be a hand-drawn point-and-click adventure. And then when they brought it out, they made it full-motion video in front of a green screen. It was just horrible. It was terrible and and sad.
1: That sounds painful.
0: Waiting for years for the poop. It brings back flashbacks of Fight for Life for the Jaguar right there. Hey, okay, pal, well, before I uh, depress myself any further, thanks again, and uh, we hope to hear you either on a game proper or on another bobble about our achievements and our trophies and our things. Thank you, sir. Pleasure as always. Take care, pal. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this breakout bonus level about achievements. Please tune in to our We Talk Games monthly flagship show where we have co-hosts, correspondents, and a special guest from the gaming industry world scene. WeTalkGames.com, a social media networking site for gamers and developers. Thanks for listening. I'm Wiggly. Bye now.